Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Date Night. My name is Sandy. I'm Bay Lee. And uh, today we are going to talk about beach days as a date. Um, what are your initial thoughts on that, Bailey? Yeah, I don't mind them. Got a lot of sand, got a lot of water, sometimes salty, sometimes it's not. And really, there's a lot you can do with water and sand. So it's not a bad place to be. Yeah, I guess that's one way of putting it. Now that you mention it. Um, we recently had a beach day, so we're going to be talking about that at, near the end of the podcast. But first, we're going to go, we're going to dive right in to our categories. So we're starting in with, starting with top five. Um, you guys know this one already. Should we're I go first? Gonna talk, we're not even going to talk about beaches? We are, at the end. Do you want to talk about it now? No, I guess we can get it. Right. I mean, maybe like maybe before we get into the the games and the reddits and stuff like that, maybe you should define a beach day. Like, what do you consider a beach day as a date? That's a good idea. I consider consider a beach day um, an activity that you do at a beach, or and when I say activity, it can be something just as simple as sitting at the beach and talking and maybe having a little swim or having lunch there, picnic, whatever, uh, for more than 45 minutes. I think anything less than that is like a beach pit stop. Okay, that's interesting. I think I, I think that for me, I don't consider it a beach day unless you either got wet or you, you got sand between your toes. And I think that if you do either of those things, even if you're just there for... Well, yeah, no, I mean, you better be there for like an hour. I, th I think, I think I, if it's a beach day, come on, like, let's do something at the beach. I, I don't want to be like, oh, I went to Disney World when in reality you sat in the parking lot. It doesn't really count. Sure. I agree. But I think that with that logic, it would be like standing at Disney World inside rather than the parking lot. Because then you could say okay. staying in the parking lot of the beach. Right. So you just have a terrible. You just if you just stand at Disney World, it's still a Disney World day. It's just terrible. Yeah, but the thing is, I would also argue that nobody goes to Disney World just for the vibes, whereas people go to the beach just for the vibes. The vibes are stupendous. Uh yeah, okay. Anyways, um. Yeah, I love a beach day. I think it's very versatile and you can do so many things with it. Like you can go for swims, but if it's too cold, you can make a castle or you can bury yourself in sand or you can have a picnic. You know, there's so many things that you can do with a beach day. Yeah, I mean, it does need to be warm though. It's not the most versatile thing, but if there's good weather, then yeah, I would say it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. However, you're guaranteed for the beach to be nice and empty if you come on a day where it's cold. True. True enough. All right. Do you want to get into the games? Let's get into the games. Kate, top five. You go first. All right. Rank blindly the following beach activities. First, sun tanning. Uh... 
You know, I used to love that activity. I think I look good when I'm tan. But now the internet has warped my perception of getting tan. And now I feel like it's really bad for your skin and everything. So I'm going to have to put it at a five. All right, respect. The next one, swimming. Oh, I love a swim. I love a good swim because even if it's cold, you feel good after you did your nice ice plunge. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I love a swim. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and put it at number one. Okay. Making sand castles. Or uh, sand sculptures. I would say just building something in the sand. Yeah. It's fun for like a minute. And then after a while, like there's too much sand in too many places and I just get tired of it. So I'm going to put it at number four. Okay. Second last option. Playing charades. Playing charades is a great activity to do at the beach. Number two. All right. And that means your number three is digging a huge hole. Respectable. I would have had that one a bit higher, maybe number one. But not bad. For no, I think my list is perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. Okay, we got swim, then charades, then digging a huge big hole, then building a sandcastle, and then sun tanning. Good list. Good list. Okay, so my list is a little bit different for you. Uh, I'm going to have you rank beaches. Sure. So if you're not from the Vancouver area or British Columbia, this is going to be... I can, des- I can describe each beach for our international listeners. For our many international listeners. Okay. Yeah. So first one here that I have is Kitts Beach. Oh, I don't I don't even know that one. Kitts Beach? We were we went there, remember? We had a picnic there. We took the little ferry and we walked over. And we I had like that... Yeah. Spring rolls or something. You had a Vietnamese sub there. This was last summer. I think that was your other boyfriend. Nah, I only have the one. Okay, well, I do remember eating Vietnamese food, but I swear that I did it last month and not at a beach. You know there's like multiple times where you can have Vietnamese food. Okay, when we were at Kits, we didn't swim, right? We didn't... No. We didn't... Okay, it was We cold. didn't even... We weren't even, like, on a towel or anything. We just sat at a bench. Okay, I do remember this. Yeah, okay, so Kitts Beach. Imagine a landfill with water. It was okay. horrible. Okay, I disagree. I, well, it's it's my ranking, so I don't know how you can... Sure, but it's not a landfill. You're not gi- You're giving them too much of a biased perception of this beach. Okay, well, everyone who knows Kitts will agree with me and then for the international listeners imagine a landfill meets the ocean and okay it's a basically a very people. popular beach that has like a number five restaurant number five. okay it's number five nice restaurant but the beach is like pretty small and the green um there's like a grass area it's like a decently small beach but it's also very popular and very densely populated most of the time there's also a pool nearby okay good point number three ah okay number three 
So now your next one is English Bay. English Bay, unbeatable, paradise, perfect sand, smooth. It's like walking. If I would have, if I had to describe walking on, like, on the English Bay sand, barefoot. Imagine you have your feet in two humongous bowls of flour. That's pretty much how it feels on the bottom of your feet. Uh, water temperature is always a little bit on the cold side. So that's not my preference, but otherwise it's pretty magnificent beach. Probably the best in the world. So I would give it, probably put it at number four. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll put it at two. It is better. It is better than Kitts Beach. So I'll put it at number two. Okay. Um, what makes it better than Kitts Beach? It's much larger, which I appreciate. The views are better, in my opinion. It's in a nicer area. You're right near Stanley Park. I could go on. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Okay, then we have City Park in Kelowna. Okay, so that's where we just were? Okay, so City Park in Kelowna. It's actually, I, I would say that it's probably similar to kits in a lot of ways has a lot of the same amenities however the sand is better the water it's a lake so it's much warmer much 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 warmer and it's tiny it fits like a hundred people so for that reason i have to put it at number four okay next one is second beach second beach oh man Second beach, second beach. That one is also really small, isn't it? It is. That one is, there's public pools larger than that peach. I don't like that peach. It's also in a very inaccessible area. Otherwise, very similar to all the other Vancouver beaches. I'll put that at number five. Horrible beach. Never go there. All right. Uh, Beautiful in the summertime. <laughs> okay. So coming in hot at number one, we have... Trout Lake Beach. No. Yeah. Sorry. Horrible list. Horrible. Yeah. Gonna have to agree with you on that one. Okay. Uh, now we have our Reddit React section. So this one is like a very long story, and I'm not gonna read all of it, but it was pretty funny. So basically it's was posted on r slash today i effed up and then it says the title is today i effed up by jumping into a lake in my bra slash panties to save a man that turned out to be an elite military scuba diver in training so it's exactly what it sounds like um she was on a run and she saw someone who looked dead in the water and she instead of like calling anybody she just jumps into the water and goes to quote-unquote save him and then he's all startled because he doesn't need saving he's someone training for military and um she's very embarrassed and they all tease her about it and then they end up making a little date plan to meet up at the bar later and then they do but he was an hour, he was like more than an hour late, I should mention. Darn, that's horrible. 
Yeah, but she ends off, she has multiple updates on the situation. Um, but she ends up by saying that she really likes him and that she hopes she can see him again. But we haven't had an update since then. I don't know where it ended up. But How long ago was the last update? So I don't know how long ago what the last update was, but it was posted three years ago. And the last update was three weeks after uh, it, her, the, the post was posted. Okay, so. very romantic. Probably nothing came of that, but still a very cool story. Yeah. Um, she got a ton of awards. People of love course. her story. And guess how many upvotes? Uh, 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 40,000. 93.9K. Damn. That's a lot good. of upvotes. Yeah. Um, trying to see if there's anything else I can tell you about this post. But, yeah. I think he's not great for being that late and... wait, wait wait hold on hold on wait a minute i <laughs> <What>? thought <laughs> wait wasn't this going to be about like the the swimming or something the, the beach incident but now you're just straight into that well what am i going to say about the beach like good for her for being a good what, what would swimming? you do what would you do if you were walking by and you saw someone floating face down in the water they weren't moving uh I would like scream and be like, are you okay? And then if they don't reply, I would call the police. And then if someone was with me, I would have them call the police. And then I would go swim out. If I didn't have anybody, anybody with me, I would just call the police. Okay. Now in the post, does she specify whether or not she did any? Like, did she call out to them, or she just like jumped straight in and? Swam I think up to she them? jumped straight in. Let me see. And I'm also wondering, what position was this guy in that it looked so much like he was drowning, or that he was a floating body? Was he just laying face so, down? Great question. Here's what she says. Today, I was in my own head, running when a dark mass floated to the surface, forty feet away. I was on the craggy side of the lake, and this do dude looked dead. D-E-A-D. Facing away from me, his head was tipped back, eyes closed, bobbing like a fishing lure. No one else... Is it leer? Uh, leer? I don't know. What? Wait, no one else... What was that? Spell the word. Fishing lure? Oh, yeah, L lure. Yeah, okay, yeah. lure. <laughs> okay, no one else was around, so I thought he was quantum crazy out here, scuba diving alone at the crack ass of dawn, giving myself the bends or some nonsense himself the bends or some nonsense i don't know what that means that's uh i believe for our scuba diving listeners they'll know i believe that's nitrogen sickness oh that's yeah so oh then she says like a bleep i didn't yell at him to check in instead uh, okay. i towed off my shoes and skipped to my skivvies i don't know what that means that's like, I think that's underwear. I think that's like British slang or something. Oh, stripped. Oh, sorry, I can't read. To save the imbecile. The movie trailer in my set. Imbecile. Imbecile. The movie trailer in my head had me taking three glorious steps and launching into the deep blue water. 
Black Widow style. Instead, my tender feet hit the sharp rocks and I contorted under the pain. Okay, I don't know why she's adding all this detail. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I, don't know, I think we can just skip to the point of the story where I interrupt you and I say, what a fool this woman is. Everybody knows that nobody drowns laying comfortably on their back with their face up. I'm pretty sure drowning bodies are like face down with their arms and legs hanging down beneath them. Yeah, or he was already dead. Yes, yeah, that's true. Or he'd be thrashing around mid-drowning sequence. So overall, I have to rate her rescue attempt a solid 3 out of 10. I think she did a lot of things wrong. And if it was me, I mean, <laughs> I might have just kept walking. But if it was me on a good day, I would have at least called somebody, at least waved somebody over, and definitely not gone in. It's very dangerous to try and save a drowning person. So this is a PSA to everyone out there. You can never try to save a drowning person unless you have some like life preservers or uh, what do you call them? Oh yeah, life life raft or something like that. Because people will hang on to you. Yeah, they'll drown you in the process. Very scary. I watched a couple of people die on YouTube like that. Very sad. Actually, that's funny that you mentioned that because she says. The beach was much further than I anticipated, so I was trying to low-key to low key breathe, hiding my need to suck all of the O2 from the air. Also, the comedy of the situation consumed me, and I started to giggle. Finally, I joked, dude, you are so lucky you weren't actually dying because I would have taken everything. It would have taken everything I have to drag your sorry bleep this far. Hmm. Yeah, you can definitely tell that this is an avid Redditor by how... Detailed this story, yes, exactly. Agree. All right, should we move on? Is it a bit cringe in a way, or is it beautiful? I think it's a little bit cringe. Like, I think she kind of wrote too much. It was very detailed. She wrote herself a fan fiction. It was a little bit of a fan fiction, I agree. Yeah. But good for her, you know? Agreed. Hope they're still together. But probably not. not. No. Yeah. Okay, next one is trade offer. So I'll go first. Any property you want to buy will have a view on the beach with a non-view on the beach price tag, but you can never spend more than 15 minutes at the beach per day. Oh, that's horrible. I would never take that trade offer. Really? Yeah, because when you want to go to the beach, I've never been to the beach for less than 15 minutes. If I go to the beach, I'm going to be there for like two hours at least. Yeah. I guess you would be more, I, I expected you to care more about the resale value because you would be getting it probably oh, at like oh, 500k less if you get it. You know what I mean? And then you could sell it for at least like a big profit. But maybe this is just... Too much of my business brain talking. Yeah, I was not at all thinking about the capitalist angle there. That's funny. No, I just uh, I just assumed that if it was the price for me, I don't know, maybe it was the price for everybody. But okay, no, I mean, good point. I probably still wouldn't do the trade offer, but that still that makes it closer. Okay, cool. I think I agree because fifteen minutes is just way too short, and it would be too depressing in the summertime. To live so close and not be able to go. True. All right. My trade-off for you is 
the water at the beach is always the perfect temperature, but the sand is always too hot. Oh, easy. I would take that in a hot heartbeat because <laughs> you you just sit on a blanket and you're fine. <laughs> and also it kind of gives you like some encouragement because whenever the sand is too hot and you know that you know that whenever the sand is too hot, the water is going to be perfect. And I'm always running around because the sand's too hot and it burns my feet. And then I just like run into the ocean and it's beautiful and it's just perfect temperature. It's really like cathartic. So a hundred percent taking that deal. Cause I would, I do that deal all the time. If the sand's too cold, the water's too cold. All right. We both had horrible trade offers. Not bad. <laughs> Mine was better than yours. Arguable. All right. Your turn. Or he's a 10. All right. He's a 10, but he can't swim. No, mine's the same. Oh, that's such an obvious Actually, one. Kate, well, mine is a, it, it has an extra spin on it. But, Kate, he can't swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if he's a 10, like everything else, he has everything else going for him. What is he then? He's probably an 8. Because realistically, you can swim, but you don't like to, if it's too cold, you don't like to go in the water that much either. Yeah, sure, but I mean, swimming also affects pools. It affects uh, sure, but we whenever we go to the pool, activities. when do we do a deep water activity? Because whenever we go to the beach or to the pool, we always kind of stay in the shallow end most of the time, unless we're jumping off the diving board. Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, sure, but jumping off the diving board is definitely not something you can do. And when we went paddle boarding and we jet skied once, you wouldn't be able to do any of that really safely. Sure, but these are like once every year activities. Yeah, depending on depending on who you are. Yeah. Yeah, but the the question's for me. Okay, sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. So since it's for me, yeah, he's an eight because I feel like it wouldn't affect too much, and I feel like the question might as well be like, oh, you know, he's not adventurous in the water because even if people can swim. They might not be down to go jet skiing or right. to go okay. paddle boarding or whatever. Um, but this goes with my trade offer for you, which is she's a 10, but she can't swim and she refuses to get wet in any capacity. So she like wouldn't even put her feet in the water. Right. Okay. This is this is a more difficult. This is a more difficult question on an R-rated podcast, but since we're rated E for everyone, I would have to say that she's probably a seven. Okay. All right. (laughs) You're funny. Anyways, uh, my turn for beige, green, and red flag. Okay. So, is this a beige or flag green flag or a red flag she wears a wetsuit at any beach she goes to no matter the weather and including the pool <laughs> that's hilarious the The pool is definitely a weird one <laughs> I, i'm not sure you could do that like if you actually showed it to the pool in a wetsuit would they let you swim or would they potentially Why have not? an issue with it 
I have no idea. I mean, I've just never seen that before, and I don't know if maybe the reason I haven't seen it is because it's not allowed. I feel like I think it's allowed, at least in Canada, I think it's allowed, because the reason you wear a wetsuit is because the water's too cold, but the water will never be too cold at a pool most of the time. So nobody wears a wetsuit at the pool, but there's no reason why it would be banned because you can even be topless at the pool now with BC law. Right, right, right. Okay. I don't, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say that's a green flag. A green flag? Yeah, because it's hilarious. And I know what you're thinking. Why not a beige flag? Because if she's already got that, if she's always got that thing on her, that really actually opens up new opportunities. We can go swim in like Sawasin or whatever, go to some beach on Nanaimo where it's cold. And that's one less wetsuit that we'll need to rent. And maybe, maybe she even has one for me or she knows where to get a good one. I would, I definitely disagree with you on this one because you can still get a wetsuit and wear a regular bathing suit in other places. I fair enough, but will will you? I won't. I need this mystery wetsuit woman to bring me out of my shell and get <laughs> me in a wetsuit. So this works for me. This is this is the perfect woman for me. So you're telling me that if the water is too cold and they had wetsuit rentals, you need someone to encourage you to do that or else you you will not get a wetsuit rental. A hundred percent. Gun really? to my head, I'm never putting on a wetsuit ever in my life. Those little sticky, icky things, absolutely not coming near me. Okay, wait. So you're saying gun to your head. So then you're not putting on a wetsuit, even if your girlfriend is a wetsuit lover. No, I would, because in that case, that's like a bazooka to my head. That that trumps everything. How is that a bazooka to your head? It's my woman we're talking about. okay good to know good to know i know what to do next time about sunscreen then let the record show i do wear sunscreen no you do sometimes you just need a little encouragement though yeah all right is it my turn to ask you what was uh yes okay beige damn i don't really like mine now yours was fun yours was funny all right (laughs) i'm gonna make up a new one (laughs) On the fly. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, good. My new one's way better. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad you pushed me to come up with something new. So, red flag, beige flag, green flag. Your mystery man loves to go to public pools, and just once, just as like a one-time little activity, he likes to pretend he's drowning. Because he likes the attention from a lifeguard, but then once they throw him like the little thing, he's like, he 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 pretends that he was drowning, so he never gets in trouble. He's like, oh my god, you saved me! Thank you so much. Everyone feels good about themselves. They rescued this man, and then after that, uh, he doesn't do it again for the rest of the time. Okay, but when you say once, he does this once. Like, is this once a year, or is this once in a lifetime? No, it's once once per pool visit. So how often are we going to the pool? How often do you go to the pool normally? No, I hate that. That's a <laughs> red flag. That's so weird. Yeah, this is a bad one. I just realized there's no there's no upside to this one, so it's not a good. This is actually this is actually just a he's a ten, but he has horrible attribute. So this is yeah. not a good one. 
but you know what? Not every what was single. your previous one? I just realized my previous one. No, my previous one's even worse. Forget. No, it. tell I... me your previous one. I want to know. No, I'm gonna make up a new one right now. I'm never gonna reveal my original. No, come on. Okay, red flag, green flag. He is a... okay. Here's a good one. Pulling this on the fly. He has all the lifeguard certifications, and he's and he's worked as a lifeguard for many many years. Okay. So all the all the benefits that may come with that. However, if you're at a public at a public pool, and a little kid is running, his instincts kick in, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, slow down there, buddy! No running at the pool." That's great. That's a green flag. <laughs> okay. He's right. But you shouldn't that... be running at the pool. He's gonna fall and crack his head. <laughs> but it's okay. Fine. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Because also, if a parent gets mad at him for like bossing his kid around, he'll be like, "I'm, I'm a lifeguard." But, but he's not—he's not the lifeguard at that pool at that sure, time. Sure, but he's that, like yeah. that's like okay. But it's the equivalent of if a firefighter not on duty is telling you, is giving you some feedback on sure. fire safety. Like you wouldn't take it personally because he's a firefighter off duty. Where versus if it's like a random guy, then maybe you're kind of like, oh, mind your business or whatever. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's funny. All right. No, that's good. Well, see, I disagree. I'd say that's maybe a beige flag because I do think in general it is a bit weird to insert yourself into whatever like some kid is doing if they're probably not going to injure themselves. But no, fair enough. I see the green flags there. That's good. Yeah, like I see what you're saying about inserting yourself, but I think that as a lifeguard, I'm guessing he's since he has all this experience, he's probably seen some kid really hurt himself. So I'm thinking it comes from a good place in his heart rather than a bossy place in his heart. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd agree. All right. So now let's talk about beach dates. So we went on one last weekend. How did you find it? It was very good. I had a very nice time. We played charades. We did some swimming. And we dug a huge hole. I liked that. Yeah, we were there for maybe like, what, a few hours? It was a good time. We went there over two days, actually. The first day, we were there for like two, three hours. And then the second day, we were there for like maybe three, four, five hours. Yeah. Good portion of the day, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I can't stress, you know, whatever was it, like, maybe six hours total? Yeah. Yeah, this was a huge hole. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. We just dug the hole for, like, an hour, but yeah. Yeah, and then I got all covered up. It was fun. It, it went up to my knees. Actually, past my, past my knees, I'm 5'11". Well... Six foot, realistically. But I'm five eleven, <laughs> and I have long legs, four five, four five. So I probably have the leg length of like a six foot one person. I think I think that could be true. I have long legs. Oh, you and, do? Yeah, I have pretty long legs. And yeah, that was past my knees. Okay. Well, I got to sit in it, and when I sat in it and I leaned back a bit, it covered me up to my torso. So. I just had my arms chilling. 
Yeah. No, so that was good. It was one of the nicer dates we've had in a while. I completely agree. It was the day after wine tasting, funnily enough, or actually the day of wine tasting, and then a couple of days after we did some on the day of too. I think it's um, just it's like going to the beach, it's almost like a choose your own adventure. There's so many different things you could do. I mean, we've named a bunch of activities earlier, but you could even bring a picnic, you could mm-hmm. you could play beach volleyball, you could play frisbee. I mean, there's there's you could bring paddle boards, you can go in the water. There's endless things you could do. So I think if you put some thought into it, you can pretty much make that beach date the the perfect date, essentially. If if you can plan it perfectly and you have everything that you want to do. So I really, really think it's a great date. And I really enjoyed ours. Especially the charades. Uh, yeah. The charades were so fun. The charades were very fun. I completely agree. And I I really like this date because at least in Vancouver and most of British Columbia, it's pretty accessible. There's a lot of beaches around and it's a really cheap date. You don't have to, you know, spend all this money to go. There's no admission, nothing like that. Yeah. We brought lunch, right? At least we did. Lunch. Yeah. We so. brought lunch. Yeah. And that was really fun. And actually this wasn't with you, but a few days ago I went to the beach with some friends and before going to the beach, we stopped by the farmer's market and we got some charcuterie board things. So we got a, some crackers, some cheeses, some different salamis, like this really good jam. And we had, I think the best, we made the best charcuterie board out of it. And it ended up being pretty cheap. And you wouldn't think that because it's a farmer's market, but there were no like taxes or anything. And everything was so good. Like the quality was insane. Um, And there was not like, it was great because you had a date out of the market out of the farmer's market and then you had a date out of the beach right and then Mm -hmm. you're not spending that much money for either but also you're cutting down on picnic prep time like you don't have to make food because you're really just eating ingredients and then you just put everything in a cooler and then you just head down to the beach bring a couple cutlery items and then you're good to go um and I think that's a that what you were saying is great. You can make a beach day as complex or as simple as you want. You could just go to the beach and like if you're just feeling tired after work, you can go with your partner and then have a glass of wine or just stay at the beach for a couple hours, have a swim and then go back. Or you can be there at eight o'clock in the morning and you can pack a picnic and you can... Uh, play beach volleyball like you said or play frisbee or and then bring some games to play you can even bring a lounge chair and then like supplies to stay at the beach longer and then you can go get ice cream you can rent a paddle board or bring a paddle board you know it is a funny thing that the beach dates really transition easily into other dates like an ice cream date or a farmer's market date really blends together well yeah, and then of course it's a beautiful day. You you would assume because you're going to the beach. So there are then some all... cold beaches in Iceland. Yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to our listeners in Iceland. Um, but I think they it got, could. They got black sand over there. Never been, so I wouldn't know. You yeah, know what I mean? Black sand. It's like charcoal sand or something, and so you can't swim. You just look at it. Why can't you swim? Because it's like one degree. 
Oh. But what about those beaches in Iceland where it's like those hot springs and the water is like jade oh, well, that's, color? That's different. That's a, that's a hot spring. That's I'm When I say beach, I'm talking about some big body of water, like a big lake, but probably the ocean. And that's super cold in Iceland. I don't think you have hot springs that are beach size-ish. I guess maybe in the picture, it looks way bigger than what it actually is. Because to me, it almost just looks like a beach in pictures. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is. That would be really impressive and that would be awesome. But I know the black sand beaches are super, super cold. But I, yeah. I mean, even then, nice. maybe who knows? Maybe there's black sand hot spring. That would be awesome. Hey, that's a that's a hell of a date right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so... For this date, I'm adding some suggestions and I'm we've actually done a lot already, but I want to make sure our listeners, you know, don't just come out of this with a bunch of games and trivia about how our beach or how our dates went, but I want to give them concrete suggestions on how to make your date the best. And I've thought of a few things that could really elevate a beach date and I've talked a little bit about them already but I'll give some and then you tell me what you think and then you give me some so definitely planning ahead really helps so planning your day making sure that you you know like not relying if if you're going to be there over lunch or dinner and you know you're going to have to eat don't rely on just getting food there although you can but chances are you're you might be disappointed because a lot of the places near beaches are really overpriced and not very good yeah so most of the time it's even nicer to just bring a picnic because then instead of being at a restaurant or like getting takeout you're really on the beach and you're eating your food and you don't have to interrupt or lose your spot because that's another thing is that and you can sprinkle some sand in your food for some texture Yeah, or like some salt, you know what I mean? Yeah, or some sand in your salt. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Um, Anyways, so definitely plan ahead with those things. And you can even look up, like, if you want to do a specific specific activity at the beach. A lot of times, like, especially things like jet skiing or like paddle boarding, if it's a really busy beach, those things are already going to be booked. So you should book those ahead of time um because a lot of times they're going to be taken once you get to the beach and um make sure you bring some activities i mean it's also fine to not bring anything but it's always good to have like a little game like just something small that you can bring in your bag um our charades option was really fun uno would be a good one too maybe uno would be a good one um Make sure they're beach accessible, obviously. Like, bringing a whole Monopoly is probably not going to work super well, but there's a oh, bunch really? of games. Yeah, I don't think so. But Spikeball is super fun. Like, something that's, like, actual beach oh, friendly. Oh, sure, that's a four-player thing, but yeah. That's true. Well, no, you can play with two people. Yeah, you kind of can. It's not really made for it, but you can. It can yeah, and it's fun Well, if you're while. going on a double date, then you that's... can bring Spikeball. Whoa, 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 hold on. This is date night, not double date night. That's still date night in the end. Not to me. Anyways, so there's really a lot of options. And 
you can cater everything you want to do there based on the length of the date that you want to make it. And um, also some boring suggestions is to get a good beach blanket. I think that really makes a difference. Checking water temperatures of the water you're going to if you want to swim. And obviously bringing some sunscreen is really key. Got to have that sunscreen. You don't want to Got to be... have that thing on you. You don't want to be looking like a croissant flaking off at the end of the day. Yeah, I was going to say like a crab, you know, because it's red. But I guess croissant works, you know. But croissant usually would be like a couple days later that you're starting to flake. Not my croissants. They flake right away. All right. Do you have any suggestions? Uh, I think you covered them. Maybe if I had to name one other, I would say... Hey, just have fun. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Make a day out of it. Yeah, go wild. Get some ice cream. Get some get some sand in that ice cream. Do whatever. Don't worry about it. When you're at the beach, you got nothing to worry about. Agreed. All right. For the rating, I'm going to rate it a 9 because it gets 1 point off for being weather and season dependent and that's really the kicker is that you can really only do this in the summer or maybe in the fall if it's like really sunny still but it's only for a couple months you can go at the beach so i can't give this a 10 unfortunately but otherwise yeah i think it's a solid nine because it's accessible from for people who are decently close to the beach it's cheap and it's really fun. You get your vitamin D, you get your workout in for the day, and you get good bonding experience with the person you're with. And I would say that it's uh, first date friendly just as much as it's 20 dates friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a much worse rating, though. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 because okay. while it is a fantastic date, I'm considering the fact that 99% of people probably don't have a beach within like an accessible distance from them. I think, I think a lot of people, I, I actually think that a lot of people in the world live near the coast or live near bodies of water. So I would say there's a lot of people that are probably within like four hours of a beach or something. So it's definitely still a trip you can do in like a single day. But I think that the fact that most people will be far from the beach and the fact that it just needs warm weather, it really kind of does. I, I mean, it's just it's just not the same if it's not hot. I think for that reason, I'm going to give it a seven. When it's good, it is great, though. There's something funny about the situation that you're describing. I feel like it's unfair to for you to give it a seven. Because I don't think you've been rating anything else considering other other people don't have it accessible. Like, for example, traveling is, like, super inaccessible and also oh, wine. Hold down there, Sandy Cheeks. Come on. Yeah. I remember the, uh, the traveling and I was thinking, I thought of weekend trips. I thought I was really considering short getaways, like one night stays out. In, sure, like, but I would town. argue that that's still super inaccessible to like 70% of people. 
could it could be that could be still super inaccessible it's definitely more inaccessible than the beach i don't know i don't know about that because if you i mean you were saying most people live probably four hours away if you're well, doing just, a weekend trip, a, I just picked a random number. I'm sure, just, but I'm even guessing. if it's far away, you're not usually sleeping in a beach town just to go to the beach. So either way, you're driving far maybe to go to the beach, but you're coming back the next day. You don't have to pay for a hotel most of the time, but traveling, it's in the name. You have to be staying in a place and that's going to be expensive for a lot of people to do. Maybe, but here, here's the way I see it, and it, I think it's okay if we disagree on this, but I think that if you live in Calgary, Alberta, or godforsaken Saskatchewan, okay, you, you're not part of the people that live, actually, I mean, they, you are within four hours of like a, a lake type beach, so that, that's fine. What if you don't have a car? Ain't no way you're getting to a beach. No one who lives in Calgary or Saskatchewan doesn't have a car. However, if you live in Vancouver, (laughs) a lot of people don't have a car because you don't really need it as much, but you're also close to the beach, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm just saying that in cases where you don't live near a lake or something like that, you are always going to be somewhere that you can take like a, a night, like you can do a trip over a night. Like if you're in Calgary... You can drive up and do a night in Edmonton. Oh, drive. You need a car. Oh, you could take a bus to Edmonton. Oh, you could take a bus to Edmonton for sure. Wow. That's such a nice trip. Going to Edmonton for a week. Oh, well, I can tell who's never been to West Edmonton Mall. Huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love consumerism. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. I also love consumerism when it's literally the best indoor water park in the entire world and the biggest indoor roller coaster until like 2010 or whenever it was dethroned yeah that's consumerism i can get behind yeah and you know what that's also something you're paying for and guess what it's in the water but you're not getting your vitamin d because it's indoors prefer to go to the to the beach yeah i honestly i'm not convinced that traveling couldn't be at least as accessible as the beach and traveling is better than the beach as a date because it's it there's more options okay but the other one i wanted to mention was also wine tasting that's more inaccessible than both of the ones (laughs) oh what did i rate that one (laughs) oh you rated it i think it was pretty low i think you rated it like a six or yeah i don't even know six maybe all right here's what i'm gonna say beaches 7.5 7.5 okay fine shake on it shake on it <laughs> all right another successful day night episode well it depends who you ask all right i'm asking you tune in next week for date night episode 27 where we talk about dates at the abandoned amusement park yep tune in next week